Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Wednesday, June 21st. Let's jump into this morning's top stories. Learfield CEO Kolga Hagen tackles several topics with Fox Sports and connects Brian Fisher at the 2023 NACTA convention, including the evolution of multimedia rights deals, how brands are responding to the growth of women's sports, the impact of NIL on fan engagement and lots more. Inflation, Gahagan tells Fisher, is not having any meaningful impact on brand partnerships. In fact, if anything, we continue to see growth of our multimedia rights advertising business, both at the national level and at the local level. I think the signs are positive for fiscal 24. We're encouraged by every discussion that we're having right now across our properties and, again, even with some more bigger brand national partners. So there doesn't seem to be any indication right now that there's pullback at least in our business. Gahagan also mentions that Learfield has made great strides in diversity and inclusion within its own company over the past two years, and explains how that has positively affected not only the company's culture, but also its business dealings. If we're leading by being more diverse, if we're leading by greater inclusivity inside of our own walls, then it makes it so much easier to have conversations in earnest with brands about leading with that mission as well, and it's really resonated more and more with brands as they wanted to create campaigns to speak to the female audience. The full conversation is now available on Connect. JohnCanzano.com's eponymous namesake reports that Pac-12 Commissioner George Klyovkov met with notable SMU donor David Miller during Klyovkov's trip to a Mustangs men's hoops game back in February, said one SMU source who interacted with Miller at the game. He walked up to me, leaned into me, and whispered, we had a very good day. In fact, Miller and several other elite SMU donors spent the rest of that evening quietly celebrating what they believed was a major step toward joining the Power 5 conference. A member of the Pac-12 CEO group also confirms Miller has been involved with SMU's P5 ambitions. Despite not having been formally invited by the Pac-12, both SMU and San Diego State are acting like they know an invitation is coming, according to Canzano, who cites an SMU campus source as saying over the weekend, if they expand, we're in. While leaving the AAC requires 27 months' notice and a $10 million exit fee. Canzano says he spoke with several high-profile SMU donors in the last week. One of them runs his own private equity firm. Another is in the oil business. A third specializes in mergers and acquisitions. Collectively, they painted the same picture. SMU's donors are motivated and willing to subsidize the school's entry into the Pac-12. One donor remarked, the pockets are there. Money isn't an issue. Tulsa AD Rick Dixon says the Golden Hurricane is closing in on setting a record for number of donors and dollars raised during the annual Champions Fund, which helps the athletic department cover roughly $2.5 million in scholarships that aren't endowed. Dixon also talks about NIL, saying there's probably no question that it needed to be revamped. We'd operated a certain way for over a century. Things have changed probably didn't do the best job out of the gate when we brought in this whole NIL thing. What we were trying to do was mirror what the Olympics had done for its athletes, which was really just to allow additional support. Somehow, we interpreted that to mean you could just raise money and entice kids. That never was what it was meant to be. UNC Asheville unveils its $20 million all-in comprehensive capital campaign meant to significantly improve the student-athlete experience for 11 of the Bulldogs' 16 sports programs. 
Projects to be undertaken include improvements to Carl Strauss track, where the school will install an eight-lane resurface track, brand new video and scoreboard, and additional seating. To date, $4 million has been raised for this project, which is already underway and slated to be complete next month. Upgrades to the soccer complex, including a synthetic turf field, new grandstands, a press box, and an expanded field house are also part of the campaign. Syracuse AD John Wildhack wraps up the 2022-23 athletic year in a press conference with reporters. Asked if the Orange would like to move NIL operations in-house, Wildhack says, We still have to see what happens with the legislation, so I don't want to be too premature with my answer. On the facilities front, Wildhack expects 5G to be functional inside the JMA Wireless Dome in time for the fall and says a full reseeding of the dome is on pace to be finished for the 2024 football season. Since prominent supporter Adam Weitzman announced he would no longer provide NIL support, Wildhack says a number of people have stepped up in significant ways to support our NIL efforts. They've done so quietly. We were thankful to Adam for his support, but we've had others who have stepped up. And I think we're in a better place today with NIL than we were 90 days ago. College AD reports Rice has retained Parker Executive Search to assist with the selection process of its next AD. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Wednesday, June 21st. We'll see you back here this afternoon.